The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Welcome to the 365 Message Center show where we help you plan for change, prevent effects, and stay informed. It's on the t-shirt. Oh, you wow. He's wearing the t-shirt. Anyway. Daniel, how's your morning so far? <clears throat> it's going well. I have my cup of coffee, but that's pretty much the only thing good that's happened this morning. Not really, but some of you may, those eagle eye people may notice that uh, I'm set up a little differently and that's yeah, because I'm like someone machine. from NASA. You know, you're, you're in space. Right. I have a headset like NASA. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, my normal machine has had some issues this morning and I'm not too happy about it, but we're going to power through this episode uh, and the way you can help me do that, the way you can really bring joy to my heart after a hard morning, a difficult morning, is for you to like this episode, for you to share this episode, and for those that are on the audio podcast, go ahead and give us a rating. Yes, you can rate yeah. the podcast. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Please go out and share right now. Just take the URL of this video or the audio podcast, put it on Twitter and say, Hey, I watch or listen to this. You should too. Or put it on Facebook or LinkedIn. <laughs> Do that. It would be great. That will help me yep. overcome such a difficult morning. But you're you're adaptable, Daniel. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it takes us back to the, the days when we used to throw together the show with OBS over here and to, a Teams call and something else. And nothing worked every time. Um, it, it woke me up in the morning because... And I was just looking forward to that blood rush of, oh my goodness, there are people waiting. Um, and now you've, you've freshly <laughs> experienced that. Yeah, I, it was surprising <laughs> before we would have, it, it was the same setup, but something <clears throat> different would go wrong every time. So yep. um, that doesn't give us adrenaline anymore. What does give us adrenaline is hearing your feedback. So please tag us at 365mcs on all the socials that's what we are on all of them and give us feedback and uh, give us a shout out go ahead and do that right now we'd love to hear from you today episode 264 we have a few things to talk about and and some of them in the um, admin center you know so uh, some interesting changes that are happening we actually have a power bi topic we're gonna we're gonna cover we don't normally do that uh, because we don't see them in the message center. But uh, we are blessed with uh, a, a couple of uh, Power BI updates this week. And so we'll cover one of those today. Um, so looking forward to it. <laughs> blessed. Blessed. We're blessed with yeah. it. Yeah. We're blessed. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, we are. Look, I, I count it a blessing to connect with you, Daniel, week after week and oh, go over man. these messages and, 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 talk with our friends in the chat and, and just be part of a community. That's a blessing to me. Sometimes yes. the messages themselves aren't a blessing, but anyway. Well, you know what is a blessing, uh, Daryl, is a one-note viewer in Teams. That's a blessing. It is. Well, um, I'm glad I'm glad you think that way, Daniel, because uh, it, it is actually something that I, I, I think it'll help bridge a gap, but... Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Uh, okay. So introducing this OneNote viewer that's part of the Teams mobile app. It is uh, message MC four six nine five seven eight. Um, I think a lot of us use Teams mobile. Uh, some of us 
use a team notebook we might pin it on a tab and great you can you can open that up within your desktop experience go in there and use OneNote online and just make some quick changes no need to worry about you know the the full OneNote app uh, if you're just making quick changes we do use the OneNote app in full when we want to synchronize and you know try and access notebooks in its fullest capability um, but on the Teams mobile app, Daniel, for some time, those pinned OneNote notebooks have not been easily accessible. So this viewer will allow us to open up a pinned notebook in a tab um, and show us a view-only experience of the notebook. That'll help if we might want to reference something like uh, quick notes or uh, maybe you've got like a, a sort of a rough manual about how to do something and you can just see it in OneNote um, but you can't edit from there so the the flow on effect of that is if you do want to edit you do need to have the OneNote um, full app installed on your mobile and you, you'll be able to tap that view only experience it'll go through to that full notebook and hopefully if you've got it connected already, it'll synchronize up and, and uh, show those changes. Um, how many teams, Hopefully. Daniel, do you have where you've got notebooks connected like this? Mm, I'd say a dozen or more. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and I think that living out the whole what to use when uh, scenario ha happens in my organization like it happens in many of your organizations where you know, oh, a team will use the wiki or they'll use OneNote or they'll use a Word document that's penned for notes. Uh, I've seen mm. it all. Um, and so uh, the I like OneNote because of the accessibility everywhere. I don't need a Teams app to ex access OneNote content. I can do it in the OneNote app on my desktop or my mobile. Um, I don't need that, but I can use it in Teams. Um, so I highly suggest using OneNote versus a wiki or something else. Um, so uh, that for me, this anything they can do to improve the process of accessing that information and making it quicker, that would be fantastic. Um, I will say on this message, I thumbed it down because I think it needs a picture or something to kind of show us what in the world they're talking about. Um, so I did a thumbs down, said this does not help me uh, prepare my organization, and I said I needed uh, some pictures because I'm one of those that needs uh, pictures to fully understand. Okay, not really, but in this case, I, I feel like it that this is something that would require that. So I did that. I'm not age. saying. <clears throat> well, we're in a day and age where I think we should get a picture wherever we know that's what it's going to look like. If people are developing the software, it's yeah. part of the preparation phase. Well, and if it's talking about, you know, something new or a change in the way you do things, you know, um, it would be great to have an image to kind of show, yeah. you know, what's going on. Absolutely. Um, well, which leads us into the next one, which doesn't have an image either. Well, well, just just to say that when will this happen? Um, it'll appear yeah. early December next week. Mm -hmm. Finish rolling out by January Ish. next year. All right. So tell us about this next one, Daniel. Is, yeah, the uh, next one is um, improved upload experience 
and retirement of the Get Data page in Power BI MC470136. So uh, the <clears throat> I like how they lead with the good stuff and then yeah. tell you the bad stuff. So it's like, do you want the good news and the bad news? Uh, let's do the good news. Okay, there's going to be an improved upload experience. That's great. What's the bad news? Well, we're getting rid of Get Data. Okay. Um, so the Get Data is if you go to and you log in to Power BI. Um, dot com, and you have a license, of course. There is the um, get data in the bottom left that presents a, um, a the scenario of I want to get my data and connect to my data, um, and so I can you know connect to the data, and and I can connect to it from several places. I can connect from um, SharePoint, of course. I can connect from get a data and get uh, connected to OneDrive for business. I can also connect via OneDrive personal. However, part of this message is is the bad is the negative of you're not going to be able to connect to um, using a OneDrive personal accounts uh, any longer. Um, so the uh, the when you go to get data right now and you click on files, you're presented with well you can get a local file or OneDrive for business, OneDrive personal. So that's that OneDrive.com, right? Um, SharePoint team sites. So that's going you're not going to be possible to do that, but they're going to improve the upload experience um, for getting that information and, and creating those data sets from data for whether it's Excel or CSV files. Um, so they're going to be able to do that and you're do, you'll do that through the data set option um, in the new button. So when you go to powerbi.com um, on the home, there's, there's going to be that new button. Well, instead of just new report, you're going to have new data set. Um, this again is, I think, a message that would be great if it had an image showing you what in the world they're talking about, what's being retired. They do a pretty good job of describing what it is, um, but it would. Li I'd like to see the um, the new way of creating that new data set. Um, that I'd like to see that as an image in here. But I, this is changing. I mean, this is a process change uh, for your users so please make sure that you educate them because that's going away how do i upload data how do i connect to data um, in the future and get those files in um, so this will happen december 8th we have an exact date because this is the powerbi.com site the services side of it they can flip a switch so this is december 8th 2022 this change will be happening. So we have about a week and some change to notify our users that are um, Power BI creators, right? These are not those just reading reports. These are people creating content and data sets. And with the removal of OneDrive Personal, um, even those free users, right? Because you can download Power BI Desktop, connect to your own data, and, and use it in Power BI Desktop for free. Um, so you're not going to be able to connect to OneDrive personal anymore. So um, make sure that you educate your users of how to best utilize that content. Cool, cool. Um, what else have we got? We've got a 
message here that's it's really for the M365 admins, the people that we started this show for. And it I know is. we focus quite a bit on the uh, user experience as well, but this one's quite important. Um, email notifications for issues in your environment that require action. So that piece there might normally be in an email notification for you. And that's MC470137. So this is about messages that are trying to tell you that something is down or up or not working correctly, um, advising you of um, of things that you might need to get in there and fix from a M365 or cloud perspective. Um, so what has happened in the past is uh, there's this area within the, the um, oh, maybe we should just show them, Daniel. I think it, it was there when we checked it yesterday, wasn't it? There was that tick box and... I think there was. Anyway, we can step through where it is. Let's. Uh, the customer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so we have the service health advisories that we get if something's up and down. So I got that. Um, but this area here, issues in your environment that require action. So we both have zero at the moment, I think, Daniel, but there might be something that turns up there that we have to do something about. And. If I'm not looking there, I don't necessarily see it. So uh, what is going to change is you'll be able to go in and customize that you want to get an email for that particular notification. Mm -hmm. And that will be... Yeah, you click on email at the top of the top tab. Um, yeah. And then you can select, you got to put your email in, of course, oh, yeah, but yeah, then that's right, that's you right. select is. the issues that you want to get. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So add your, add your email address, but you might not have been getting advisories. Yeah, or those issues or for your environment that require those actions. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and, and Daryl, it, it, they're removing that, you know, from those active issues. So mm. this is going to be the only way you get it. Right. I mean, it, it so, yeah. you know, that's the, the I think that's the key <laughs> is if you if that's something now in Daryl's demo tenant and mine as well, there, you know, there's zero things. But if there's actually issues that require action, you're going to want to get those. Right. So mm. it seems like to me somebody at least needs to sign up for these and and make sure they're getting emails um, to, to, be able to, to showcase those yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, do go in and check that out. Um, I know in my sluggish, fumbling way, I managed to get there in terms of service health and then customize and then set up your email preferences. Send me an e email and make sure that choosing your environment um, that require action is ticked. Uh, but that is the message um let me see if we go back to our favorites and talk about when that is do, 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 do. in december Soon. 2021 they came out with this feature but uh, this change is going to happen um early december for targeted release and standard release will be mid-december nice indeed uh next message well, and, and the next message is, is about health dashboard. Um, so kind of in that same 
area, there's that dashboard link. Um, this is health dashboard moving to admin center homepage, MC470138. And look, we have a picture uh, um, in the message. So this is um, that dashboard that shows under um, your service health. It is moving. Um, and I, I'm not sure I, you know, this is going to be a change to where um, you're not going to be able to just click on dashboard and see, you know, the dashboard. You're going to have to go to, it's moving to the admin center home page. And then up in the top right, you're going to be able to select. And, and Daryl, for, for those um, on the on the video podcast, Daryl's showing this to you. There's going to be a dashboard selector, and health is going to be one of those. And so you would select that, and you would get that health dashboard. Um, it seems like to me this is kind of hiding it away. That that selector mm. is. I mean, this is a big change from the your dashboard in the admin center it is your space where you put your you know kind of your cards and and you can make it to what you want it to look like now it's going to be that but then additional dashboards um health being one of those and then they also show um experience insights um which there is yeah. no equivalent to right now named that um in the in the admin center so I, I don't know what that is we have some guesses uh and actually uh, we both um have different guesses at what might that hmm. what that might be um so i guess we'll we'll see that that's not what this message is about that experience no. insight dashboard but that's where it's moving to is you're going to select health dashboard from the top very right which i think is kind of hiding this um mm. So maybe, yeah. I don't know, maybe people aren't using it now and therefore they, they're moving. I don't know. Well, they're, they're not likely to use it still if, if it's just hidden right away there. And exactly. Uh, I mean, maybe if they were uh, going to provide at least one tile to summarize two or three key insights on on the admin dashboard and then it could click through and show you that view. But yeah, um, mm. I guess we'll have to wait and see what that uh, looks like because it's yeah, indeed, kind of, kind of not complete really. Yep. But we got a picture at least. We got a picture. We like pictures. At least we do have a picture. And speaking of pretty pictures, um, I think <laughs> I don't know if that's a good lead-in or not. But um, the next message <laughs> Why not? that we're going to cover is all about uh, some copying and pasting loop components. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, this actually is is exciting because uh, it, it's going to bring some interesting stuff to Microsoft Whiteboard. Um, Microsoft Whiteboard has been getting a few updates lately, and and this one should link it through to collaboration with a few other products and and places across M three six five. So it's live copy paste support for loop components in Microsoft Whiteboard. MC470147. If you create a Microsoft loop in a Teams chat or in an email and other places eventually too, you can take a link for that loop component and share it in another chat, share it in an email. Cool. Uh, well, Whiteboard's going to be a place where you can also take that link and drop it into the board. 
And what you'll see, uh, do we have a screenshot here? Yes, another screenshot. Um, <laughs> we're, we're actually not 50 50 for screenshots today. Yeah. Um, there, there it is. It's a, well, it's a render anyway, concept of what it will look like. You'll take that link, drop it into your whiteboard, and that's a task list that um, uh, is embedded uh, within the whiteboard. Uh, you can conduct your usual whiteboard activities around it. Uh, and that, but then you've got your list of tasks, which is quite quite helpful. Um, something that there's a couple of things, Daniel, isn't there that we wanted to say about this? Um, you know, whiteboards. What is what's one of its uh, superpowers, Daniel? Well, whiteboards superpower. Yep. One of them is the ability for multiple people to collaborate and jump in and and add these graphical things. You know, make it yep. make it pop with different types of information. Um, you know, in the screenshot we see some of those, right? Drawings and post-it notes hmm. and and you know you can have graphs and and all that images that you can add. Hmm. And that, and that sort of ideation phase is quite helpful mm -hmm. that, you know, you can drop those stickies and, and arrange those thoughts in different groups and colors and um, pull things together, annotate stuff, draw stuff. It's a whiteboard. Um, okay, combine that with a loop component where it's a list of, of tasks. And it could be other things too, as you build out the loop content in your page. Um, but that loop content is, is going to change just as much as the whiteboard's going to change independently. So this use case here of taking a sticky note to, or, or even an arrow to say, annotate, follow yeah, up arrow. with Robin. Yeah, that one in particular. Those are not going to travel up and down or adjust based on a loop that will change. So imagine annotating something there and uh, that task has changed or, or shifted into a different order. Your stickies, your annotations are not going to travel up and down with your changes in the loop. So be be mindful of that. But what it does allow you to do, Daniel, uh, and it's a weakness at the moment, I believe, of of loop in meetings today. If you add a, a loop to a, a internal meeting, where does it sit today? Uh, if you add a loop, it sits in chat. In chat, and and in a meeting, what is how much space does chat take up? Yay much. Yay and much, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I'm showing a little bit of space for those on audio. It doesn't yep. take up all that, in, and it's a terrible experience for Loop in meetings yeah. and chat. So, so those in the know will, will try and open up the chat over in like maybe the main Teams right. application. So they've got like a an app over here, the or meeting you, over or here. Or you can pop out. Right. In meetings, you know, pop you can do out? the pop out. Yeah. You could do the popping of the videos out. Right. And then have your, you know, the chat space will be bigger. Um, but yeah. you're right. It's it's still not it's not uh -huh. a great experience. So imagine this, Daniel, uh, uh, like we have PowerPoint Live and it's everyone's experience experience in the same file. Like we have with Excel Live, everyone's experience in the same file. Whiteboard is there on the meeting stage live experience, concurrent, and loop is there. That That's how I would be using it. I wouldn't necessarily yeah. be using the sticky notes because I use another product for, for whiteboard, but um, this is one way I would use to bring loop in and be able to collaborate together. I can imagine having a couple of loops embedded 
side by side, perhaps sure. like one with tasks and one with like um, meeting notes or or whatever. Sure. So cool. Yeah, and you can. Um, I mean, you can have some collaboration. I think it's just hmm. the point with this. You know, it's the same kind of functionality with uh, OneNote. Actually, when you paste in uh, an image in OneNote and then you take your pen and you draw and say, this is the thing mm -hmm. we're looking at, but then you go and move that <laughs> that image, it, the thing where you circle doesn't get moved, right? It stays yeah. wherever it was. Same thing here. If you move the loop, if you um, add a task or, or rearrange your task or whatever, then it's possible that that arrow you drew, you drew to that item is pointing to a different item. It, just be mindful of that, but I think this brings some nice um, collaboration, but also uh, you know some some functional. I, I don't want to call it prettiness, but I mean it's it's that engaging content, I guess is the way to put it, mm -hmm. uh, into your loops because frankly loops yes. are can be boring. Bland. Uh, yeah. Right. So it's just a list of stuff. That's Great. It. I mean that's not the only kind you can have, but. Yeah. You know, it's a list of stuff. Great, but let's add some pop to it, some some fun to it, but also some information that's that's auxiliary information that can mm. help you make decisions on that loop. Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah, good point. Good point. It 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 brings a bit of energy if you want to drag some sticky notes around. Maybe maybe think of it like this: you're you're using your notes to get your thoughts and stuff and into mm. order as people Absolutely. are contributing things, and then yeah. you transfer it over to your loop. Yeah, it's brainstorming. Cool. It's it's that uh, supporting information, all of that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, there is a, a a nice little section here too for those of you who want to have a bit of control and turn it off. Um, we've seen messages like that in the past. Here's this great feature. Now here's how to turn it off. Um, yeah. But it's interesting. They put all the steps in this message, and like I would, I would just link through to those steps and say go and find them here. Um, because to put the steps actually in the message is saying, look, while you're here, why don't you go through these steps and turn the thing off? Yeah, I've got them all detailed here for you if you want to follow them. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, if if that's if that's your thing and you want to turn it off and have a control over where you, you get to see loops, there is a policy that lets you choose which apps the loop experience will be supported in. And if whiteboard is, is one area that you want to um, shut down, and control more than do so but this will be uh rolling out early december next week and uh to be complete late december and uh yeah i look forward to making a a video on that and uh, playing around with it indeed Alrighty ho um so that is about it daniel for the messages uh for this week um i know like we had we had like a a quick mention, but I, I forgot to actually yeah. find it in the list. Do you want to just briefly okay. mention? Yeah. So the we wanted to just it's kind of a little bit of a callback. Although callbacks, the way we've traditionally done those is, hey, we talked about this coming, and now it it's it's here. Well, mm. this is kind of a op, well, not opposite, but different in that we talked about it, but they've stopped it, and thought it was important enough to mention it. This is the Microsoft Teams automatically end stale teams meetings uh, mc399073 this was announced back in summer uh, here in the northern hemisphere in july um, and it was in essence when a meeting 
got with one participant only, and that was it, and it was just sitting there, then teams would actually go ahead and end the meeting. Um, and to preserve resources to, I mean, if you're meeting with yourself, then, I mean, are you really being productive? Um, well, maybe, but anyway, um, the this is saying, they've actually learned some things through the process of, of testing this and rolling out with some people that um, they need to make some additional changes. And so they're not going to roll this out right now until they, um, they are ready and they'll deliver a new message center post once they restart the rollout. So just wanted to mention that to you, that if you're looking for this and think trying to test it to see if it actually worked, um, they have paused the rollout for now. Good, good callback, Daniel. Um, so uh, that's the week. You know what to do. You know where to find us, 365MCS. And... Yes. Thank you. Uh, make sure we're 365MCS everywhere. Make sure you tag us. Remember to go ahead and share just this URL. Just go ahead and paste it and say, hey, I watched the show, listen to the show, and you should too. We'd greatly appreciate it and tag us. Thank you so much for those in the chat room that showed up today uh, to engage live. And those that are watching and listening, uh, we really do appreciate you. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye for now, everyone.